0: What's your weird story?
1: Hello, Weirdsville. It's the What's Your Weird Story podcast coming to you weekly from Weirdsville Radio HQ. Something like that. It's me, Adam Beebe, your host of this internet radio show aka podcast with me is my partner in crime or in law um and anywhere in between chaotic neutral he is the uh high stepping dice rolling not chain spoken barry johnston i don't know where all that came from but uh <laughs> it's me adam bb it's that's him barry johnston hello barry
0: hey what's going on man how, how are things over in your part of the world
1: Oh well, you know, twenty twenty one has uh, is here, and uh, I think we can all agree that the first week was just a wash. So let's so all move on and move up and start over on our new re- New Year's resolutions. I, for one, uh, did not do anything uh, a part of my resolution list uh, this year yet. Yeah. But uh, there's many distractions all over the place. But
0: uh, Well, i tell you what I did. I tweaked my back. That's what I did for New Year's. That's bring, fun. To bring in the New Year. Yeah. Did, did you tweak it doing anything fun? or No, unfortunately, no. Uh, just stupid, something stupid. Um, this usually happens to me a couple of times a year. And this time, I was not even doing anything strenuous. Just bending over in a way to where my back was strained a little bit. And then... Um, Woke up the next day and uh, had a, a bit of a workout. And then that night, my back just went, just seized up on me. And it, it's not as bad as what it ha- has occurred in the past, you know, where you just totally throw it out. Yeah. I've done that. I did that last year and it was awful. I was laid up for about four days until I was able to actually walk, but um, starting to feel a bit better and ready. To continue with a new year,
1: good deal, good deal. You need to get in some uh, some yoga classes. I know, I know. Stretch that. It actually would probably
0: help you out quite a bit with your yeah keto practice. I know, and and it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I need to do that. The problem is just finding, I think like most people finding the time to do it, Yeah, you know, um, and I could probably do it on my own, but yeah, you're right. Flexibility is one of those things that is one of the first things that you start having difficulties as you get older. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm at, you know, in my mid forties, I know you're still in your mid twenties, but you know, I'm in yes. my mid forties and, uh, your body changes. I mean, that's true. When people say that, all you young bucks out there, when when people say that, uh, your body starts to change. It's it's very true. So, um, yeah. Just and that's the other thing is over the holidays I ate so much food that oh yeah. I yeah. and in a matter of two weeks I just I got so out of shape. We weren't yeah,
1: dude. Me too, man. Yeah.
0: So anyway, I'm trying to get back. Trying to get back on track here. I'm excited because. Today, we have a, a guest that we had on before. Well, we had his story on. Uh, mm-hmm. We had uh, the talented Mr. Jeff Hubbard on, and he told the story of our guest. And then we were able to actually get him to come on, and he, we revisited his story. And then he shared a couple of new stories with us that were really quite awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A good variety as well. Yeah. You know? So, joining us today is rudy he was uh, as barry mentioned his story was featured on our last write-in special i believe and uh it's a story about his uh, grandparents and uh, their encounter on a road trip and it was grandparents and his dad when but his dad was a little kid yeah so uh yeah we got that and some other cool stuff too so i guess let's just kick right into it let's shift gears and um say Hey, Rudy, thank you for joining us. What's your weird story?
2: Hey, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, this story right here is called uh, the Chinati Peak UFO. Uh, This is a true story. It takes place on August 6th of 1980. My grandparents were traveling from Odessa, Texas to Mexico due to a family emergency. They were on I-67. They took off at around 11 p.m., on the night of the fifth, with their two kids, which is uh, my dad and my aunt, mm-hmm. my grandpa, along with my grandma, my grandma's uncle and brother were riding in the front seat with my uh, grandma and the kids in the back. Between two thirty and three a.m., and south of Marfa, Texas, is when they seen something strange by the Chinati Peak Mountains. They seen what uh, seemed to be a big fire on the ground. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, to them it seemed to them it was it was small at a distance. But if you could just, if, if they were up close, then it would be big. It, it kind of seemed like a bonfire. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, my grandma asked if it could be illegals trying to stay warm. And her uncle replied, uh, you know, why would it be illegals? You know, something like that would get them caught. Right, and right. my grandparents would say the fire started forming and rising up to the top of the mountain. My grandma screamed out, look. And uh, fear started to spread out throughout the car as what they described to be a Tremendously fast spinning disc, shaped as if a frisbee was laid on its face, with another mm. one on top of it. Mm. Wow. There was yeah, There, yeah, there was red and yellow fire colored smoke coming from the bottom and from the top, and then uh, started to follow them from a distance along the mountains. It would abruptly stop when they stopped, and uh, it would uh, accelerate when they did. Mm. At Man. one time, they crossed over, crossed over from the mountains. All the way into the street in front of them. My aunt says it looked big enough to fit a car into it. Wow. Um, y'all got really scared. My grandma started crying and she started praying out loud. Uh, they had heard about the abductions happening at the time, so they were aware of, of what could possibly happen. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. All <clears> right, <throat> I don't know. My grandpa, on the other hand, is one of the bravest men I know, and he wanted to catch their attention. So he pulled off to the side of the road and he got off the vehicle with the flashlight. He then called out for the disc to get closer while pointing the flashlight towards it, saying, Come on, come on. <laughs> uh, my grandpa got out of the car, took the flashlight from him, and told him to get his ass back in the car and to haul ass out as of on, it.
0: As only a grandmother could do. You
2: know? <laughs> and so, yeah, my grandpa, you know, he, he listened to her, got back in the car, he started taking off. The disk then slowly crossed back over towards the mountains. My grandpa said it moved like a rabbit jumping over weeds while moving over the mountain line. Wow. And they said it moved like a frisbee being thrown at a park.
0: Mm. Wow.
2: They they said uh, they could see little windows and lights inside, but nobody or nothing controlling it. Uh, The color of the the light inside it was just like a regular light bulb, like inside your house.
1: Mm.
2: They said... uh, they said uh, they made no sound, and they couldn't really see a color due to it being dark. Mm. Once my grandparents got back on the road, the disc started following them at a distance still. It would go up and down the sides of the mountains, and uh, finally it went behind one mountain, and it never came back out on the other side. Approaching the ghost town of Shafter, Texas is when the disc disappeared. My grandma still in shock asked her, asked her uncle if it could be witches, but he replied, uh, you need a whole regiment of witches to make something like that. My <laughs> uh, grandma had to deal with the jealous witch, um, uh, which I, I'll, I'll touch up on after the story. And, um, so she has a little history with that and that's why she had brought it up. Mm. And, um, they said only one truck passed them throughout the whole incident. It never stopped or slew down. It just carried on. They weren't sure if the truck had seen it as well. I sent you the, the interview that I did with my grandparents as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, and, uh, uh, they had heard about the Marfa lights, but in no comparison was it similar to what they had seen. Uh, unfortunately, they had no proof. They didn't have no. Uh, they didn't have a camera at, mm-hmm. at that time. And uh, my grandpa worked at a plant here in Odessa for 43 years, and he finally retired. He tells me that his co-workers would say he was lucky to have been able to see that. His co his coworkers would even try to go to the same spot around the same time to try and catch it, but no one ever seen it. Mm-hmm. My grandpa talks about an elderly man who worked at the plant who told him during world war ii there was a base station in marfa okay. the soldiers on the ground would see the lights and when they would call it in for uh to get a plane out there to scout uh the planes would see nothing in the sky but the foot soldiers would still report seeing it you know mm-hmm. up in the sky but um that's just one of the stories and also uh like uh back in the days i believe uh I had heard on another podcast where uh it was uh back with the natives days, where uh the natives will see would see the fire at a distance and they would think it was uh, either, you know, somebody coming, either an enemy or another mm-hmm. tribe. But when they would go and investigate and look for the ashes, they wouldn't find nothing. In there, and but they would see the lights and they would look like fire. Mm. But um just a little history right there. Yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, uh yeah so uh my grandparents you know they they have no reason to lie and and uh this took took place 40 years ago and uh i've known about the story my whole life you know uh since i was a little kid i would hear my grandparents tell it to other people and as i just grew up i started getting little details and putting everything together and i recently did an interview with them and uh i just i got into podcasts i started hearing other people telling their story so I figured you know i I need to get the story out now that my grandparents are still here mm-hmm. yeah and, and just you know to to and I really I did the interview just for really like to pass on with the family that way the story wouldn't have gone forgotten wouldn't mm-hmm. be forgotten I just told myself you know I need to I need to push it more and really get it out there you know
0: that's what and I was go. gonna that was gonna ask you is is how how forthcoming are they when you talk about this stuff? Is it something that they don't like to talk about too much, or do you do you have to do you kind of have to press them a little bit, or are they pretty open about it?
2: Yeah, they're pretty open about it, man. Uh, my grandma, you know, she gets kind of like yeah, she gets kind of scared when she brings it back up again, you know. And but my grandpa, he's he, he tells me, man, let's go out there one of these days and let's just go out there and right. look. you know?
0: right?
1: That'd be awesome, man.
2: Yeah, my grandpa wants to see it again, but my grandma don't, but, uh, my grandpa said that he had never seen anything like that, I asked him if he had any family growing up, if they had ever seen anything like that, and nothing, man, and he says, uh, he, he knows what he saw, and, and I believe him, man, you know, uh, so, uh. Yeah, that's why I just got to keep that story alive. Yeah, and yeah,
0: Od- Odessa, where you live, it's pretty. It's kind of desolate out there. It, there's not a whole lot. It's not a big. It's not a big city, right? I mean, it's pretty. Right. You know, you've got a lot of. Um, you got a lot of sky, big sky.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There's not too much light pollution, right? And, and uh, especially on that high on the interstate where they were at, or the highway. On uh, sixty seven, uh yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing out there, man. on right. um, between Shafter and and, and uh and Marfa, there's yeah, there's nothing out there. It's just in the mountains is to your right. Yeah. Um, as you're going towards Mexico.
0: Yeah. And um Yeah, man, so I think that's why we see so many sightings out in the West, because mm-hmm. there is no light pollution and people, you know, you're you're able to just kind of be out in you know almost literally the middle of nowhere like where i live it's once you get outside of the city limits it's pretty dark i mean it's you're, you're the the sky is beautiful it's the the stars are really bright you know so oh uh, yeah man yeah, I think that's something that maybe maybe some people don't understand in, in, in larger populated areas is that um, when you see something out of the ordinary, when you see a plane flying um, at night and it's got lights on, it can look weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, those kinds of things pop out to you. So if you're seeing something like a disc shaped object and it's putting out that kind of light. And I've heard stories before about UFOs, uh, sightings where people come in contact and it's the, the, they're able to shine a light that is like just blindingly bright into vehicles and on the side of mountains and things like what you're talking about. So that, that's wow. very, uh, there was a, there was a, um, One of the unsolved mysteries, the new unsolved mysteries from the last season, has a story about a mass sighting in um, somewhere in Massachusetts, I believe. Adam, is that right? Massachusetts, somewhere Somewhere around
1: there. Yeah, somewhere in New England, Rhode
0: Island, or something. And one and one of the uh, or a couple of the people said that. when when they saw the UFO, it made the inside of the car light up, like, to the point where they couldn't see anything. It was so bright. Yeah.
1: Yeah. One of the cool uh, things about with you, you sent us the interview you did with your grandparents, and um, it's all, it's, you know, they're, they're speaking Spanish, and so, uh, you know, I listened to it, but I, I didn't really, you know, wasn't able to understand too much of it, but yeah, get- just the way that they talk you know i mean it was just you could tell that this is you know being told with conviction you know that's that's of their real story you can tell when somebody's telling you a story regardless um but just you know regardless of you know necessarily what they're saying but how they're saying a lot carries a, a weight um and so you know definitely like you can hear it. You can hear that this is a real experience that they had, that they're relaying to you as you interview them. So I thought that was really cool.
0: Yeah,
2: appreciate. It. Yeah, when I, when I interviewed them, I didn't I didn't uh, think they were going to take you, you know, like serious and really like get into detail. And mm-hmm. they they did. They did way better than I expected, man. And I wish I would have gone with like I wish I would have told them to like you know and I'm still going to tell them to like draw it out for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. And, yeah, and
2: I'll send it in, yo. Know.
1: That's cool. That's That'd be
2: awesome. really cool, yeah. man. And uh, I think I did cast that episode on Unsolved Mysteries, man.
0: Yeah. It, wasn't that cool? That was a cool, that was a story that I never heard or saw much about. And so mm-hmm. it was really. Is
2: that the one where, like multiple people seen it?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Where down like, okay, where it went down to different cities. That's right. And they were mm-hmm. re-interviewing the people. Yeah, I seen that, man. Yeah. It was interesting. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah, man, and uh, somebody had told me, too, like, the, the fire that uh, my grandparents seen was similar to Fire in the Sky.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah.
1: And it sounds also yeah. like a lot of, um, like you were saying about, like, the 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 Native American uh, tribes down the groups down there that would see stuff and describe it. They'd see the fire that was, right. you know, and they described it in terms that they understood, you know. Uh, right. Where this is fire, and you know, and your grandparents, you know, how it's similar to what they were describing. And you know, so it sounds like something's been going around there for quite a long time.
2: Long you time. Know? Oh man, if you kind of like connect the pieces to the puzzle, mm-hmm. they're, they're very similar and they relate to each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you yeah, know, with the Marfa lights and all of that, uh, you know, in the close proximity there as well. So, I mean, something's gone on. Something, yeah. uh, it, and and seems like it has been for a while so yeah I wonder
2: and, and if and there's something I'll go ahead
1: I was like I wonder I wonder what it would be there if there was some maybe some like resources or or maybe there's like a base or something
2: down there there's got I'm thinking there's a base man cuz if you were to see it uh, while going down the 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 the, the road it's mm-hmm. to your right it's just a valley of mountains man it, it, it just looks like something from like the Lord of the Rings movies mm-hmm. it's just the valley of Mountains dark. It gets darker as it goes in, and you mm. you can just picture something just being there. Wow, yeah, wow, man, that's and really cool, really interesting. Yeah, and like uh, the way my grandpa described it was like a a rabbit jumping over weeds, you know. Mm, and, right. and and me in park, you know, that really like picture put a picture in my head.
0: Yeah, me too, dude. That's cool.
2: Yeah, appreciate
0: that. Now, man. what are your thoughts on? Have you been? keeping up with some of the UFO uh, sightings that they've been posting on on the internet here the last year with the the Navy uh, footage. And uh, now there's a couple of days ago, somebody had posted some pictures of a really odd craft that is floating at 35,000 feet, I believe. It kind of looks, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it looks like, it almost looks bat-shaped, but it's mm-hmm. thick. You can see the density of it. It's really thick and metallic. But the story is that, at least from what I've read, is that uh, this thing came out of the ocean and Whoa. and 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 then went up and hovered, set there at thirty-five thousand feet, and um, and a picture was taken of it. Now. Quickly, there there was a story that came out that 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 said that um, I know on Reddit somewhere somebody was saying that it was an actual it was a weather balloon. But when you look at what the weather balloon looks like in this thing, it's two completely different objects. There's at least in my mind, there's no way that that that's a weather balloon. But um, have you have you seen any of that stuff, man? And what do you think about it?
2: I have I haven't seen that one in particular, but I have been seeing like how like the if I'm right, like the Navy or the yeah. uh, government has been releasing videos, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know about that. And uh, but I haven't seen that one in particular though. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's, that's a relatively new one, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a uh, a pilot took it out of uh, in the co- in the cockpit. Um, and I think it was a military pilot. Yeah, and they took it with their uh, cell phone. They took this shot with the cell phone.
2: So we'll, who, huh. who knows? I'm, I'm we'll be good to that after, 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 yeah, after, after you know, after yeah. this. Yeah, definitely,
0: yeah. <laughs> definitely look at it, man, because it's really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: and like you know, people you know will compare it to something else, and just like my grandpa's story, like you know, some people try to compare it to the Marfa lights, but in no comparison was it to that. Yeah, this this thing had to be something intelligent, you know, to know that. My grandma seen it. Then it started interacting with it. It just Mm -hmm. makes you think: what would have happened if my grandma never seen it? You know?
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. That's
2: and the way it
1: acted with just in general the the whole uh, scenario. I mean, because that's a long encounter that they had. Yeah. Way longer than most. You know, most people see have some kind of encounter. They see something, and it's only for you know, it's like a minute or two. You know, it's very brief but they were, I mean, they were kind of stalked, or they were played with by whatever this thing was, so.
2: Right. And uh, it makes you think, even if the UFO thought, like, my parents hadn't seen it, is that their way, you know, of, like, catching who they want to catch or abduct who they want to abduct, they follow them, and then Mm -hmm. get right in front of them, you know, and I don't know if my grandpa kind of, like, scared them or intimidated them when he got off the car, and pointing the flashlight at it and i'm thinking it might have made a difference man i mean right you,
1: you know,
0: know
1: you're you're right you're very well right because like if you think about it if you're out say you're out hunting um i'm not a hunter but i'm you know i'm going to say use this as kind of an idea an illustration but if you're out hunting and you're kind of creeping up on your prey and it could be, a you know, an aggressive prey, you know, so not like a rabbit, but like, you know, like a big elk or even like, a, you know, a bear, or something, I don't know, but something that could turn around on you and, you know, attack you and do some damage, you know, right. especially if you're not certain about it. And then, you know, but at the same time, if they've been around this long, they kind of, they probably, you know, encountered people before, and then they know that we can be very unpredictable, I would right. imagine.
2: Right, right, and right.
1: so your grandpa, you know, getting out there and kind of just confronting it, probably were like, you know what, let's not mess with, you know, let's not mess with these, you know, and let them go because, you know, they're not going to be agreeable. They're going to be harder to, uh, right. I would imagine. And I mean, you know, I'm trying to put it in context of like how we would, you know, naturally react, but still.
2: Right. Right. That's interesting, man. That's really, that's, that's neat you know uh, and it makes you think you know do, do they hide behind the mountains do they hide mm-hmm. in the clouds you know like uh yeah they must you no know, they must uh, be hiding somewhere in plain mm-hmm. sight or something you know yeah
0: if they have the ability oh. to do what we've seen on video they can probably do anything <laughs> yeah. and they could do they could do things that we can't even imagine how imagine yeah. you know i i, I uh, like, stealth like true stealth or invisibility yeah. you know i mean I don't know, but they
1: could, you know, they could I switch between dimensions. For right, all we know.
0: Yeah, yeah, right.
1: soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors
2: i, I got a ufo story myself man and uh
1: okay
0: cool
2: it, it happened when i was younger it, you know i was maybe like a uh 12 13 years old man and uh it was me and uh my childhood friends man and uh my buddies we were outside sitting in the back of a car on the hood of a car
1: mm-hmm.
2: and we we're looking at uh, up at the sky and i remember we we're just looking and we see something we see a craft coming over us and i remember it it, it looking like uh you remember the bottom of the district nine ufo the mothership
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you
2: know how, how mechanical it looked yeah mm-hmm. and how it was designed. That's how it looked. Hmm. Hmm. That's how it looked, man. And it just it just came right over us. No lights, no sound. It just flew over us, and that was it. Wow. Wow. And me and my buddies, we looked at each other like, what was that? You see that? Look at that. And, it just, and that's that's how I remember it looking, you know, like the, just the, the District 9 mothership.
0: I am. I wow. uh, mean, hold on a second. I'm looking up right now. Refresh member. Yeah. So that kind of reminds me a little bit, uh, Adam, of something that, um, who's our friend over there in New Mexico? Um, Lonnie. Lonnie. Uh, We have a friend over in New Mexico who's been on, and he has, I'm telling you, dude, like hundreds of sightings he's seen, because he lives out by NORAD. And Uh he sees all kinds of crazy shit, man. He's like, he said he's seen, he's seen aircrafts as big as like, you know, like football fields, like huge, huge crafts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That, that he can't, you can't really categorize, you know, it's like, what is that thing? And that kind of reminds me of that. And, uh, I mean, so what did you think? Did you freak out when you saw
2: it? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was it was weird. We all yeah, we were like, you know, what is that up there? And yeah, it definitely got us by surprise because, I mean it definitely wasn't a plane. Uh it wasn't a weather balloon or, or, or a hot air balloon or anything like that, man. And it was it kind of looked like the like the design of the UFO from Independence Day.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Stuff
2: like that, the bottom of it from what we were seeing, yeah, was designed like the hmm. mothership shit from District Nine.
0: And was it was it silent?
2: it was silent it didn't look too big and it, it was up there man and it just went right over us like nothing mm-hmm. it was just it was it was weird man uh i got a ghost story man too that i like to share with y'all sure yeah okay. uh, yeah this happened when I was like around uh, 17 18 years old uh well, i must have been young I must have been young. I must have been like uh, 14, 15, somewhere around there, 16 years old. I remember I used to stay at my buddy's house. We used to mow yards. And then uh, we'd get pizza. Uh, we'd bet on a take tag. And we would just, you know, chill out. And uh, one time I was staying at his house. And uh, he was sleeping on one side of the bed. I was sleeping on the other side of the bed. And uh, he had told me that uh, an older lady had died there before, Before, uh, you know, the, 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 the one who was living before them. And uh, and he tells he would tell me that he would he would hear things and whatnot and you know I would just you know, be like all right yeah and uh, his parents once told me that they were laying on the bed with their heads towards the end of it both their parents and that they seen like a black figure with like red eyes just hover over them mm. just make like a just like kind of like say like hey I'm here you know and yeah they scared the of them. they got up when they looked around there was nothing so then one night I'm there staying the night. And his room is kind of like a, a a long room. You enter, you go to the left, you know there's the room, mm-hmm. you know, the way to the back, and there's the bed. then down to the hall there's the there's the doorway. well, all <coughs> the lights were off must have been three four in the morning. Uh, everyone was asleep. I start hearing footsteps coming from the door, and he had a a wood you know, a, a wooden floor mm-hmm. so you and he had like a lot of spots where you could hear. When somebody was walking, you know because the floor would creak mm-hmm. so then I started hearing the creaking from 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 uh, from the door, and it, it was it was walking towards the the bed, and I said, "Well somebody must be here." And I said, it's either there or somebody's in the hallway." But then I, I felt it, I felt I felt something, man. it started a uh, you could hear a walking on the side of the bed where he was at, then it went right in front of the bed. And right there is when I got I got scared, man. Uh, I was like, "All right, something's here in front of the bed." So then I started waking up my friend. Right, and mm-hmm. I said, "Hey, man, there's something in here with us." And he turns around, like nothing. Wide awake, he's like, "It's all right. Just relax. Just leave it alone." Oh, and then, no. So like, it's there. And before I know it, I start hearing uh, I start hearing the, the the creaking coming up to the side of the bed, all the way right next to me. Mm. And at that oh, time. God put my arm up in a defensive mode. So, yeah, I put my arm up, man, because I, I, I knew something was there, man. You know, it, I got goosebumps all over my body, man. Even when I talk about it now, it, it, it gets me shook, man. And I heard it. I felt it. It was just standing there. I tell my buddy, man, get up, man. Go turn the lights on right now, man. He gets up, turns the light on. I hear the same creaking on the floor that, that, that he made, that it made. He turned on the light and, of course, nothing.
0: Wow. Wow. But
2: but that was that was one of the scariest things that I felt right there. Man, Were you was,
0: able uh, to see a figure like?
2: Nah, nah man, I, I okay. wasn't, man. Okay. Uh, just... It was really dark. I got gotcha. you. Really dark in there. Yeah, but yeah. Like sure. But like uh, the way, I guess, how the the footsteps sounded, it, it seemed like to be like a like a regular sized human being, like mm-hmm. like a regular sized adult, you know, right? Maybe, I don't, five, eight, six, you know, somewhere yeah, around yeah. there, but.
0: Yeah! Wow, it's like shadow people. That's we've had some.
2: Like the footsteps too heavy; they weren't too light. It just yeah. But I mean, I felt it coming from the to his side of the bed, to the front of the bed, on my side of the bed, and that was pretty.
0: Now was was this a regular occurrence at his house? I mean, you said that they'd seen it before, but did he ever say anything? Like more? Did he elaborate?
2: He he said he he thinks. Not uh, like on, on like on certain things that would happen to him or
0: Yeah, just just like, like his woman. just the family itself. Like had they seen this thing a lot?
2: Uh no, man. Like the only thing that I'd heard was a story that his his mom told me about that one time they seen that black right. shadow come over come over them. He, he would tell me that it was haunted because he would hear things, see things. Right. Then uh and I don't. Yeah, I spent the night after that. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I don't blame you.
2: Uh,
1: you yeah, not at all.
0: That's funny. but he definitely.
1: I mean, he just he knew. He knew that there was you know something there, but he also don't just he just ignore it. Basically,
2: yeah, like he was already used to it. Yeah, that's uh, that's just. Yeah, it it was weird. I know it could not have been somebody in the hallway or anything, man, because. Uh, you heard those. You heard those steps, right. in mm-hmm. front of you, side of you, and sure. Yeah, and that was that was something weird, Kenan. Could,
1: could you like? Because I know you you heard it, but could you like? Could you like feel like a presence or something? Could you like? Could, you know what I'm saying? Like,
2: did you feel it? Was there was
1: something else there with you?
2: Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, heck yeah. When it first started walking towards me, I remember looking that way, and I. I it, it, it felt as if somebody stopped and stared back at me, and knew I was looking at them, and they're like, "All right, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come over where you're at." And oh, and while I was thinking, "You hopefully you don't come over here," you know, it was they started coming, man, and uh, yeah, man, I, it, yeah, uh, I couldn't really see nothing, but I for sure felt it for yeah. sure. Man. Wow. And like when it got close to me, that's not you know, I got that scared where I had to put my arm up because I thought somebody was about, about to grab me or something. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's scary.
2: Chill. Yeah, but I was practically leaning over my buddy too, like just just waiting, man. And uh, I remember he, after that, he was like, "You all right? Everything okay? So I'm gonna turn off the lights again." I said, "You better turn that TV yeah. on, man." I think we're <laughs> the TV.
0: Yeah, there better be yeah. some, some yeah. kind of light. Yeah. Now
1: no, there's nothing wrong with sleeping with a little bit of light on. No, no, no. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Hey man, did I ever tell you about this recent thing that happened to me? I was driving around in the country and it was just after dusk, so there's a little bit of light still coming on out of the sky, but it was mostly dark. I saw this
0: black school bus. I don't think I've ever heard this.
1: Okay, so I saw this black school bus. All the windows were tinted and it started following me for about 15
0: minutes. Whoa, no. Yeah. What, what did you do?
1: I was at work. I was making to deliveries and I just kept making my deliveries and like it would even stop and wait for me Ugh. and <laughs> so this But it was never close enough to where I could see it or anything, but it was following me, man. Wow. Dang. That's just an example of another really weird story that happened to me and that could have happened to you. You don't have to have a UFO encounter. You don't have to have seen the ghost of your grandmother. You don't have to know what Bigfoot smells like to have had a weird story. Basically, what we're saying is weird covers a lot of ground here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. And we love hearing all of your stories, whether they're spooky, they're funny, they're bizarre, or they're just short, sweet, and unexplained. Kind of like our podcast.
0: Now, I want to go back. Now, you said your grandmother, something about her having um, a run-in with witches or something. Can you elaborate on that a little bit?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't have all the details, but I'll tell you what I know for sure. Okay. So whenever uh, my grandparents, same ones that seen the UFO, when they were living in, in uh, Ojinaga, Mexico, uh, my grandpa would work here in Texas. And um, he would leave for, you know, a few days, come work, and he, you know, he'd get his check and he'd buy, you know, what my grandma needed for the kids, my, my dad and my aunt were, were babies then. And uh, he would bring it back to Mexico, you know, and uh, they lived in a little uh, village. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there was a main road that you could see whoever was coming down. And uh, so my grandma always knew when he was coming. And uh, and um, But uh, she had a neighbor. She had a neighbor who was a, a lady, and uh, it was her two boys and a daughter. And uh, the oldest son... Was was the well-behaved one, you know the the one that uh would act right, that was respectful. Mm-hmm. They had uh, and then they had the daughter, which was like the the local like slut, the local whore, and then uh it, and then there was the 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 smaller one, which wasn't really like he was. I, I don't think he was all there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course it was her, which was the witch. She was always say she was always in black. Mm-hmm. She uh, my grandma said the husband the witch's husband was like a zombie like would do anything that she would say uh he wouldn't ever do anything uh if uh, they had they had grandkids and uh if they would leave she would just tell them watch the kids make them food and they would leave for like a couple of days or whatever wow but, but uh so uh it all started when uh the witch and the daughter were jealous of my grandma because my grandpa would start bringing her a lot of things. So the witch would start going to my grandma's house while it was just her by herself there and, and the kids. And back then, you know, the houses were kind of separated. And there wasn't too much really going on there in the little towns. And, um, you know, there wasn't too much police around there and whatnot. So the, the witch would go over there and ask her every time for something different. You know, and, and uh, my grand, my grandma needed the stuff for my kids, so sometimes she would, she would give it to her. Sometimes she wouldn't, and when she wouldn't, the 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 witch would get mad, you know, and she would start talking stuff and walk away and whatnot. But my, of course, my grandma had to deal with her because that was that was her neighbor. Yeah, and so uh, one day, uh, you know, you could see from that road who was coming into town. Well, my grandpa said that he would see uh, the witch's daughter standing by the window uh, naked or in a bra sometimes, like, trying to catch his attention, mm-hmm. and um, and then, uh, so then I was like, that started happening, so then uh, my grandma says that she started getting, uh, like, notes, letters, saying, like, uh, you know, that your husband's going to leave you, and, and and that you're ugly, and that, you know, that he's over here sleeping with my daughter, wow. and this, and that, and, and uh, my grandpa wouldn't pay my oh, mind too able to pay no attention. Then started another candle along with front the doors, like burnt candles that were burnt all the way down. And then uh, she said uh, she said she started getting like uh that, that the youngest son, the one that wasn't all there, he started throwing rocks at the house, while mm. like in the middle of the night. And uh, my grandma says that one time she got a twenty-two and. Towards wherever the, the, the rocks was being thrown at the house, she fired the twenty-two. She said, If you got a problem, come see me. And she said it stopped for like a day, and then the next the the, the, the following day that the rocks started being thrown on the other side of the house. Oh wow. And, yeah, man. And um and um it, uh, uh, so there's there's something else too, man, that just not coming to mind right now. But she said that yeah, she 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 struggled a lot with them, she suffered a lot with them. Um, and I I wish I. Do you know what? Do you know what? What
0: kind of practice it was, man? Was it Santeria or something that she was practicing, or do you know?
2: It had to be. It had to be, man. And I guess they're trying to like. They're trying to either like break her spirits down, yeah, and Mm -hmm. like steal my grandpa from from her, yeah, and uh, but it, it had to be. It had to be, and if I'm right. She had another son she, she had a son that she loved the most, but he died, mm. oh. uh, he died she, she had three sons wow and uh and and then she had one that was the oldest that was the most, most respectable one. she had one that loved the most that died, and then she had the little one that wasn't all there, and then she had the daughter that was a slut. Mm. and then uh, but uh yeah, man, that's just a little story right wow, there that's man, cool you know, man
0: uh, and, that's awesome yeah,
2: that's, you know, well. It,
0: yeah, absolutely. It's um, it, it's great to to be able to uh, keep those that family history alive. And
2: yeah, yeah, And I got I got one more story that my grandma told me, man. And I don't okay. know like the full details, but I'll tell you what I know about it. Before Just we say- get
1: there, I got I, I got a couple of questions about the the with dealing with the okay. witch. Um, right. so like when they, so I guess this is probably like in the seventies, I would imagine.
2: Yeah, yeah, Okay. Actually,
1: yeah. And, like, um, so, d- d- when did they, did they, mo- your grandparents, I get they moved. They came over to the States, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, yes, was that part, was part of the decision to move because of all of what this woman was and her family were doing?
2: I think so, man, because uh, my grandma had said that my grandpa had built that house brand new. Oh, okay. So, new floors, new walls, new everything and. And uh, so it, and it had to be enough, you know. Also, a combination of starting a new life, you know, in the United yeah. States. Yeah. But yeah. I bet, I bet you, I bet you cause, because even till now, till now, you know, my grandma was shook about it. That's why she mm-hmm. brought it up with the UFO yeah. incident. And so yeah, it had to it had to contribute. Man, I would
1: think be described, and there's probably more, you know, but all that stuff like it' would be super scary because like I've heard of ha- some like like hauntings and like poltergeist type things where um uh, you know rocks are thrown at that are being th- are thrown at houses, you know, and huh. I mean, yeah it could have been it could have been her the the son uh, right. you know maybe she you know had other outside help, you know. Who knows? Uh, but um, uh, yeah, it sounds like they definitely wanted your de- your grandpa because he sound you know, I mean, he was obviously working hard and providing well, you know.
2: And they wanted yeah. some of,
1: they wanted that paycheck. <laughs>
2: they, they wanted it, man. Yeah, they were after it. And uh, good thing, man, that my grandpa didn't fall for it. I wouldn't <laughs> be here right now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> cool. Yeah, deal. man. And, uh, yeah, I got one more story, man. Okay. My, grandpa, my grandma told me when she was little, uh, she must, she must've been like eight eight years old. She said, uh, one time her and her dad were walking outside and, uh, when they heard something, uh, when they heard like, I don't know if it was like a, a loud or oh, no, it was, it, they heard somebody laughing, somebody laughing on the roof. And when they looked, it was a big bird, a big bird with red eyes. Mm. And I, I think it was like, uh, like I, I can't even tell you, maybe like silver, a silver color, but they said that it was just there, just looking at him just laughing, like a human being. Oh wow! And that her her dad started cussing it out and started throwing like a, I don't know, he started throwing. He started throwing something that was there within. What did she say? She started throwing. Uh, he started throwing something at it, mm-hmm. uh, and he started cussing it out, and it was just there laughing. She said it was there, and it was a big bird. She said that when they were spread its wings, that its wings were big, and that it flew away while still laughing like a human being.
0: Wow. That's crazy. That's, that's wild.
2: Crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. I
0: wonder if there's
1: any kind of local, you know, uh, lore about, you know, uh, that like, that bird with the red eyes and the silver and, and la- the laughter.
2: Right, well, if they say the, the, uh, the lechusas. Have you ever heard of that? No, I don't know. It vaguely the, sounds familiar, but then again, the the, the, the is like a Mexican folklore. I believe it's Mexican folklore, but it's about an owl. It's about mm. witches that, mm. that that turn into owls, mm. and they go and they watch you at night. Oh, wow. You have you have to cuss it out mm. for it to leave. Wow, man, but, but yeah, but like uh, but this one, my grandma says it was way bigger than an owl. It was a big bird. With red eyes, you know, laughing like a human being. <sighs> wow. That's that's wild, man. dude. I curse yeah, no, the, I, I believe it, man hundred percent.
0: I curse at my neighbor's dogs almost on a nightly basis and I can't get them to fucking leave.
2: <laughs> I <hear> you, man.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got to, man.
0: I know. I gotta invoke some sort uh, dude, of some I, spirits.
2: Right. <laughs> and,
1: and when I was growing up, Uh, in middle school uh and probably like late middle school or early high school and uh we next my next door neighbor he was a uh, i think he's part of the sheriff's department and uh he had a dog and that dog would just bark all night long just constantly and i got so much bad sleep in in you know during the school year because of this stupid dog and um you know, I come to think of it, it might have been because Barry. It could have been because you were trying to sneak into that uh, the girl who lived <laughs> behind me. That very well I could be, name, man. But it could have been because you that were ver- to sneak. In, you were sneaking into her house. That very
0: well could be, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I cursed
1: that dog in numerous ways.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize, man.
1: I, uh, I thought I thought of so many ways that, you know dog so uh, but never did i never would
0: but you know yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's is. great well hey rudy thanks it's man pure ecstasy yeah oh. yeah oh yeah, yeah. thank you so much
2: right, man i appreciate y'all
0: well uh you'll yes, have to come back no you'll problem. have to you'll have to come back on man if you get uh you know you get another story or, or something you know Everybody,
1: you're listening to the What You Weird Story Podcast. You probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded to the episode off of your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to like us, follow us, subscribe to us. Make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week. We'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience. We can have more friends. We can have more stories. So thanks for listening to What's Your Weird Story.
0: Well, Rudy was uh, so kind to get with us and, and come on and talk about the stuff. And he had originally written in and just wanted us to cover it and then kind of had a you know, a change of heart and decided you know what i I'd like to come on and maybe share this stuff and so glad that he did because that u f o story that he has about his grandparents is is so interesting, and mm-hmm. uh it really does it highlights a point of some of these phenomena um that occur when someone cites um one of these objects they start thinking about it and maybe telepathically communicating. We hear this from time to time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the object reacts to some of these things. And so it's, it's really quite an interesting story.
1: Yeah. More on that, uh, in, uh, Next week's episode. That's right. We'll get to there shortly. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I the, his grandparents' story was this was fantastic, and it was neat that he got to go into a little bit more depth um, there. With you know, yeah, yeah. with them, uh, and then of course his story um, as a kid about seeing the UFO. But I tell you what, I really, I really liked is the story uh, about his when his grandparents were. Living in, uh, still living in Mexico yeah. before they moved to the states, right? And dealing with a woman who was apparently possibly a witch and right. all the witchy things that they found, yeah. Um, and then, of course, that story about the uh, the the weird cackling, laughing bird, yeah, that uh, mm-hmm. had to be, you know, chased off by cussing at it and throwing stones. I, this, right. I love stories like that, it's man. Cool. I love the, those old rich kind of, um, you know, f- somewhere between, you know, folktale and memory or whatever. Right. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. But, you know, those those things that just,
0: I don't know. They're specific, They're really specific cool. to a region, you know? Yeah. Spe- spe- yeah. Specific to an area that... Because I never really heard anything like that before. Yeah. So, yeah, really really cool stuff. And he, you know, another, you know, for you folks that are thinking about coming on uh, another great example here of a, of a person that, um, you know, was a little reluctant in the beginning to come on, but once he came on, man, he just had so many cool things to share with us. And we got that ball rolling and, uh, and, and it was, it was a fun time had by all.
1: Indeed. Thanks again, Rudy. Um, and uh, next week, you'll have to tune in, and we've got Josh coming in from, um, is it KC? Is it Kansas City? That's right. Yeah, Kansas City.
0: Just right up the Josh road. Josh calling
1: in. Josh has some a really, really interesting story. Intense. To tell. And very intense. intense. And you guys, I mean, we, we're kicking off 2021 really strong with, uh, with these uh, two episodes, for sure. Um, but uh, before we go out... Today, I just want to remind everybody about um, one. Remind you about our Patreon. uh, If you feel like supporting us there, um, where you can get some exclusive material. There's going to be a change to that, and it may have occurred before this episode comes out. It may come shortly the uh, the week of this episode, but we're going to change the the pricing tier so that it'll be a little bit more flexible. That you'll be able to get some bonus, cool bonus material when you join that and also to remind you that we will be changing host we'll be hosting ourselves as a podcast which uh, means that we'll have more freedom but that'll mean that in the near future probably within the next two or three weeks again uh, you will need to unsubscribe and resubscribe to us so that you get you make sure so you can make sure to get your uh, episodes every week from your feed that uh, you get your, wherever you get your podcast from because we're doing a lot of stuff we're updating uh, the website we're going to make it to where you can listen to episodes on the website itself uh, which is pretty cool and uh, we will be do a lot of other cool stuff over uh, this you know the coming weeks and months and this year
0: Yeah, easier for us on our end, which is great. We have more control over over what we're doing. We don't have to deal with a middleman anymore. And uh, all in all, we'll make for a better situation for everybody.
1: Yeah, so big, big shout out to uh, our friend Medus, D.E. Medus, for being so gracious and helpful during this process, he stayed up with me a couple of late nights uh, this past week, walking me through problems that I, as a non-tech person, had trying to get all this stuff done, and him as a somebody who all of this comes second nature to because he's been doing it for so long. I would compare it to um, somebody who is from the future, trying to tell man or even not even quite man had a parallel park. It's right. not that easy, right. you know, because like caveman is not going to understand how to drive a car. Right. So, but me, yeah. is able to do it and he helps us out quite a bit. I spent like, you know, a near four hour phone call with him one night. And, uh, so me, thank you very much. You know, we appreciate your help. You are the person who put us on this path. So you kind of, uh, set yourself, uh, in this motion on your own. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, we really appreciate that. Yeah, so thanks, everybody man. go and listen to um his podcast. He's got two coming out. There's Medus Pod. It's M E D U S pod. And um there's also Fun Facts Friday, which yeah. is the one he does with his daughter. And yeah. that one is That's a great. blast. They're actually you can they're streaming live now on I believe it's on Wednesdays. Uh-huh um, on Twitch and you can watch them do it. You can participate live in the show with them. That's awesome. And then they put the, uh, and they have guests sometimes as well there. And then you can also listen to the episodes of the podcast nice. every Friday. Perfect. Fun fact Friday. So check those out. Really good. Really, really great. Uh, a lot of fun on fun fact Friday and, uh, Metis pod where it's a lot of like audio drama type stories. Um, Really cool stuff there as well. And uh, we owe him big time. And uh, you know who else we owe big time, Barry? Who's that? Our listeners.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Our
1: storytellers. Without yep. you guys, um, this show would really literally not be possible. We wouldn't be able to continue. That's right. Um, so we really appreciate everybody tuning in and listening. And if you're new, thank you for Listening to us this far, especially if you got to this far in the episode, if you're an old-timer, been with us from the beginning, thank you. We appreciate it. We love you guys, and <laughs> we, can't, we can't say enough.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's, that, that That's sound true. That was I was going for the emotional angle. It's Perfect.
1: Okay. So thanks, guys, and um, remember to do share us with your friends and your family, and uh, your co-workers. Yeah, roll down your window and yell at the people in traffic to listen to the podcast. Tell tell your enemies, you know. Tell everybody. And uh, if you got a story to share, we want to hear it. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We will see you next time. In the meantime, be safe. Be weird. As always,